Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, my next guest has seen the world during his career. That career has taken him to 80 plus countries, straddling both the public and private sectors. These experiences have helped him become a high profile keynote speaker, executive coach, an author on the topic of personal and professional development leadership, and indeed the future of work and learning. His latest book, The Seven Games of Leadership, Navigating the Inner Journey of Leaders, has just been published. Delighted to welcome Paolo Gallo to the show. Paolo, you're very welcome. Well, thanks so much for inviting me. I'm really excited to be with you guys today. Thanks so much. Not at all. We're looking forward to chatting to you. Now, let's talk about the seven games of leadership, uh, Paolo. Uh, it guides readers through the seven key phases of both their personal and professional development. Firstly, why are they separate or why are they not linked, personal and professional development? Because they clearly are linked, are they not? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They are. And uh, um, fundamentally, the, the way I see, um, in my capacity, I've been a chair director for many years in different organizations. And as a coach, I met a thousand of people. Then I realized I didn't have thousands of conversations, but I had hundreds of times the same conversation because people struggle and the challenge with uh, with, with similar issues. And uh, and one day I, I really decided to to see uh, which themes emerged by by this thousand conversation that in thirty years in so many different countries, and it came appear uh, clear to me that there are different phases in uh, personal and professional development. And so uh, in the cover page you see a spiral because it's a it's a kind of a continuous journey that everybody goes through in which every phase uh, incorporates uh, the, the the one preceding. So you, you're growing and uh, you continue to develop yourself in, in that journey. So I thought it would have been helpful to share this story. I actually, I told this story to my daughter. She's 17. And one day she left, uh, uh, um, you know, a note on my computer, say, Daddy, I love this story. Why don't you write a book about it? So this is how the idea of the book came up. So if we talk then about uh, the seven key phases, what are they? Well, listen, the first one is, I, I call it, and I wanted to give one word for each of these games or phases so people will remember. The first one is, I call it the inner game. And the inner game is a clarity about who you are, what are your talents, what are your strengths, uh, and what you want to do in life. Uh, this is not necessarily easy because a lot of people kind of uh, lost uh, in, in this specific moment of their life uh, to decide which direction to take. Uh, and something I've seen uh, many times with executives, but also with students at university. So I think it's, it's crucial to have clarity about the direction, the professional and personal direction well, that could you take. I, could I challenge you slightly on that, Paolo, and say, sure. you know, that, you know, when we come out of college, and I, I, I cite myself in this, you know, you, with the best will in the world, you're not really sure what you want to do. And sometimes our careers are are, are dictated to and governed by opportunities that one finds and opportunities that one takes uh, that aren't hugely planned. If you ask lots of people, they will find that they've been in those scenarios. No, no, listen, you have, you have a good point here and I definitely understand this and that the opportunities and and ideas that come up to you. Uh, but at the same time, I believe uh, it's important to have uh, maybe two extra elements that can help you in that journey. The first one is uh, surely external opportunities. The second one, uh, feedback from people that, that knows you. And uh, 
I give an example. My wife uh, was born in Morocco. She moved to France when she was six, uh, and uh, she learned uh, French uh, sooner than uh, pretty much everybody in her family. And uh, immediately her family told her, hey, listen, you're pretty good with languages. And she gained uh, this awareness that she was gifted with languages. Uh, that's what she studied. Now she speaks uh, six languages. She ended up working at the World Bank. Uh, and so I think... Uh, um, uh, listening what other people tells you about you and uh, yeah. they know maybe some uh, some gift, uh, some uh, uh, amazing capacity that perhaps you're not aware, well aware. Is, yeah, is and sometimes important. we may not realize we have a talent yeah. uh, unless, and somebody might point out. Likewise, by by virtue of experience and, and is experience not a huge factor in all this that the experiences that we have in our work and in our life both good and bad, are hugely instrumental in what we do next. No, absolutely. I think actually, uh, I'll tell you something that is quite interesting. I've been working in organization for 30 years and uh, I've been promoted 14 times, but I've been fired twice. Right. And I think that when I was fired, uh, the experience was much more meaningful, profound. Uh, you learn more the hard way. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I mean, I can really say that I had, time, I had fun when I was in that moment. But when I look back at that moment, I said, Paolo, you know, you, you really got a couple of good points in, in that experience. And, and so in a way, I think uh, uh, the, then in my game, it's called the crisis moment, which is a game number four, is actually a, a meaningful and important moment to reflect about how to take your journey of personal development. What about the way, um, I suppose, that our personal and professional, I suppose, lives like they change as we get older, like you're younger, you're ambitious, you want to change the world, you get a bit older, you want to hold on to what you have and not screw it all up, uh, you're responsible for other people, whereas in the early days you've just got yourself to worry about. So aren't, aren't your, isn't your career influenced by your age? Uh, it is. I think uh, we go through it through different phases in our personal development. This is Carl Jung theory. This is not Paolo Gallo, no? But I think it's fair to say, at least in my own uh, observation, that uh, sometimes in between the, the mid-40s and the early 50s, you go through a crisis. Why? Because in the first phase of your professional life, uh, you are um, motivated by what they call deficiency motivated. Deficient in Latin means lack of. So what's happening? Well, you want to get married, you want to have a family, you want to to buy a nice house. You want to give uh, some element of comfort uh, to the people you love. Uh, and uh, indeed, uh, you're driven by ambitiousness and by the idea that you want to achieve something substantial in your professional and personal life. No? Then uh, sometimes in the late 40s or early 50s, I'm uh, an executive coach and most of my clients have pretty much this age. Uh, you start scratching your head and say, what next? And uh, if I can use a soccer analogy, you, you really wonder if you want to play the second half of your game eh, the way you play the first half. And so your deficiency motivators are replaced by meaning motivators. And meaning doesn't mean that you don't care about money. My meaning means that you want to reconnect with something more profound uh, than just uh, next promotion, next salary increase, uh, next car or next, uh, next house. Uh, and, and, and you change the attitude. Uh, through the, the this personal development. So I think that the, how you manage a crisis, crisis is a Greek word that implies the necessity of taking a decision, is a fundamental juncture in your personal and professional development. Yeah, okay. And the the as, as the 
world sort of changed now in that we work differently. We don't have the same longevity of career in terms of being lifers in different companies, the way we work from home, in the office, all that change. How has that changed, I suppose, our relationship both with our personal and professional development? No, I think you have an, another great point here because if I look at my father, my father worked for the same organization for 37 years. The Olivetti, it was called Olivetti. Uh, I did pretty much the same job, uh, but in five different organizations while my daughter, she's probably going to do jobs that not, don't exist yet. And maybe she studied for something that is going to disappear. So what I think is important here is the adaptability to understand uh, that things completely change. In my book, I described that we're not going to go through a new uh, normal, but rather a new context. Uh, and therefore, uh, in my view, the capacity of continuously learning and invest in your, on your professional development is key to remain relevant. Uh, an extra little point right now uh, in the job market globally, which is quite interesting, we have both uh, the highest number of vacancies ever and both uh, the highest number of unemployed people ever, yeah. uh, which never happened before because until 20 years ago, there was a correlation between employment and GDP growth. Uh, why this is happening? Because we, we are producing uh, uh, so many unemployable people that have a set of skills that are not relevant uh, to the job market. So one of the things I constantly remind myself and my clients to do is to say, hey, listen, try to invest at least 20% of your time in learning and getting out of your comfort zone. Okay. Different. Otherwise, you're out of, of, of work uh, within. Uh, okay, so retrain being paramount there and the importance yeah. of retraining as one goes along. Uh, Paolo Gallo, author of The Seven Games of Leadership, thanks for joining me today. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.